Welcome to the Social Enigma, Sports, Faith, and Life, with your host, Dominic Brady. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Social Enigma, Sports, Faith, and Life. This is now going to be, what, our fifth episode, I believe, or our fourth episode? Sorry, I can't keep track of count. just having fun making these episodes. But um, we have a special show for you guys today. Uh, last time, we did like a faith discussion um, with a couple of my friends. Um, today, we're doing a little more on the other two sections of the show. We're doing a sports talk section, and then we're going to do a live talk section. The live talk section is just going to be me and Brett catching up. Um, kind of like how me and Bryce did it for the last episode. Um, so basically for the agenda today, it's going to be, first, we're going to talk about sports. Uh, the NBA draft was tonight. Um, I personally was not able to watch it because I was working, but my two guests, my friend Brett, who's been on the show before, and then my brother Nico, who's never been on the show before as a first-time guest, are just going to, they're both Knicks fans. They're just going to discuss what the Knicks did and like what they generally like liked about the draft, what they didn't like. Um, that's going to be a quick segment. And then we're going to be getting into, uh, an NFL mock draft, uh, sorry to specify an NFL fantasy football mock draft. And basically the layout is we're using sleeper as the platform. It's going to be a 10 man team, uh, mock draft full PBR. And we're doing like a shorter abridged version. It's just going to be one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, um, no super flex. The flex is going to be running back or wide receiver, like normal fantasy, and five bench spots. And we're just going to be talking through the draft, basically just a general go around. It's very early on in the draft season process. Normally most people draft around late August, like around or early September, right before the season starts. Um, so this is just getting the wheels rolling before the season starts. And then we're going to end this show with a live talk between me and Brad, um, updating you guys with some stuff. And yeah. So just to start off the show, um, I'm going to first introduce Brett. He's been here before, so y'all know him. Uh, hi, Brett. Hey, happy to be back. And then my other guest, like I said, my brother, Nico, he's joining us for the first time. So if you want to introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Pleasure to be here. All right. So like I said, I didn't watch the draft. So Brett, if you want to go first, what are your thoughts on what the Knicks did? And are you happy with it? Are you mad with it? Do you wish they did something else? I mean, obviously I would have liked them to trade up to get Ivy or Mather and they didn't. I mean, it's, it's fine. They, I guess they just aren't going to have a first rounder this year. It's just feels like more of the same at this point. It's just reaching for people. Hope, they just hope they can get someone and eventually someone will come and they'll just overpay for that person. It just feels like a cycle at this point. Cause that, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, this, this is the, this seems like the same rodeo that the Knicks take its fans on each, each and every year. I mean, we've already got, we've already got connections to Kyrie again, which no, thank you. We've, been connected to Jalen Brunson since the end of the uh, since the end of the regular season, which is actually what I think is what Leon Rose has us leading towards. I mean, we ended up because what we ended, I think, in total tonight, we ended up with three first round picks, two protected from the OKC, and uh, one protected from Denver. So it looks like by shipping off Kemba, we're just trying to free up cap space. Which, I mean, if we're going to give up a first round pick just to free up cap space, we really probably are setting ourselves up to make a move. However, I'm not really a fan of 
looking at uh, Jalen Brunson as a max prospect. But, I mean, I've been telling myself this for years, and I just mean you got to trust the process, and Leon we trust. But, I mean, tonight was uh, tonight was crazy. Tonight was really uh, hard to follow. If For a Knicks fan, it was a roller coaster of emotions for sure. So, to my knowledge, who's the last, like, super max or max? Is it Mello? Is that the last, like, super max guy that you've had on the team? Well, I mean, oh, super max no. wasn't around then. I don't think the Knicks have, like, ever actually had a super max. Oh. What about, yeah, like... Yeah, we, we haven't even extended a first... Like, we haven't even had a first-round pick extended <laughs> since... Uh, maybe before some of you guys were born, I think. Early 2000s, maybe. Maybe a little after you guys were born, but it's hoping to be RJ to be our first one that we extend. Um, Cause I mean, that's, that's going to be the future of the franchise, but yeah, the Knicks have not had a good uh, record of its first round picks for sure. Well, they also like got rid of six first rounders for Melo and Andrea Bargnani. So they haven't oh, actually yeah. had that many yeah, chances been, to. Um, and it's funny now, cause now we get to see how the Nets will play out considering Houston now has all their first round picks until 2027. So you guys got, so like I said, I didn't watch the Jeff. You guys got two of the Thunders picks. Those could end up being pretty high. I mean, they're really young. I mean, I know they dropped, didn't they just draft Chet? Is that who they got second or yeah. 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 But those picks are protected though. So they're likely going to be lottery protected. Um, uh, gotcha. But you'll get it like which, the following year for each of them. I think that's how it works. I think if I mean, it's it, you can customize it. However, you can make it protected for like three straight years. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I mean, um, for my viewer or for my listeners who don't know, I'm a Lakers fan. So, is the draft still going on? I don't. Yeah, they're like at the end of the first right now. Oh yeah, so like, oh, so the Lakers only picks coming up because the Lakers. I forget who they traded with, but they traded some. They have like 34 or something like that. 35. They did. It is bought instead of future second. Yeah, so, yeah, they sent money in a future second. Who they trade with again? Uh, is it Cleveland? Say- Magic. Nah, I think it's Cleveland. Or no, Cleveland has nine. I can look it up real quick. I, I mean, don't, I don't know. It, whoever. But anyway, yeah, so, like, that's why NBA draft for me has not been exciting for the last – I mean, like, a good while ago, Lakers were getting this – well, we got the second overall pick two years in a row a couple years ago when we got D'Angelo Russell, the first one. Or wait, it was – yeah, it was Russell, the first one, and then we got Ingram. Got Randall. No, Randall was picked seven a couple years prior. Was that oh, late? I thought he was like three or four. Yeah, he wow. wasn't seven. He was definitely like top. No, Randall. Pretty, I can look it was up. He no, was he pick four? Julius Randall wasn't pick four. I'm pretty sure it was pick seven. Let me look it up. I, there's no way. Yeah, he was first round pick seven, 2014. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that draft. I was pissed. I wanted to uh, I wanted to draft Marcus Smart. I mean, in hindsight, like I don't think it would have mattered that much. Like Smart kind of like started getting like really good in the last like two years or so, but um I mean, Julius right. Randle is also. I got, good. I've got the full details of the picks. For what? So the Knicks, so they got the 2023 first round pick from Detroit. That's one through 18 protected through 2024, one through 13 protected in 2025, and then one through 11 in 2026, and then one through nine in 2027. So that one's really protected. Then we got a 2023 first from Washington. That's one through 14 um, in 2023, one through 12 in 2024, 
one through 10 in 2025, and one through eight in 2026. And then we get a 2023rd first from Denver that's protected one through 14 through 2025. So it seems like at best we're getting a mid pick. We'll get at least one or two mid mid first round picks. Um, well, like for the 13th pick, that's not awful. Like that's a mid first round pick. So yeah, I think, I think the Denver one you'll should be able to get because I think Jamal Murray's going to come back and he's going to. They'll be like competitors where they'll probably have a pick in the mid to late. 20s. Yeah, I think. De- I mean, because Denver, all Denver's is lottery protected. So as long as they don't finish in the lottery, but the Wizards, the Wizards, I don't know because it depends on what happens with Bradley Beal. Um, if he resigns, I think they could still be like maybe 15 or 16. Worst case. Yeah, I mean they were close Williams. to to play in this year, but yeah, but yeah, Washington yeah. was the team that kept the Knicks out, weren't they? Or were they just below the Knicks in the play? They, yeah, they might have been eleven. I mean, I don't know, but, but they were definitely yeah. like within contention for the. Like, players. if Beal doesn't resign, it's likely those are going to be lottery picks because who's their best player at that point? Would it be Kristaps Porzingis? Kristaps or Kuzma? Yeah, Roy. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe. Uh, Kuzma and uh, Kuzma's balling out. I feel like every player that like gets traded from the Lakers ends up like balling out on their new like Randall or Randall left first. He didn't get traded, but yeah. he got traded from Horton, OKC or not OKC um, New Orleans. Yeah. Oh wait, what what trade? No, I think he no. He remember he left the Lakers. Oh no, that's right. He left. He left. Signed a short deal. Yeah. With the Hornets and then signed with the Knicks. Was that before they were called the Pelicans? Sorry, it was the Pelicans. Yeah, he was on the Pelicans. Sorry. Didn't the weren't the Pelicans used to be the Hornets and like the Hornets were used to be like, the used to be New yeah. Orleans Pelicans. I mean the New Orleans Bobcats. Hornets and, Charlotte and the Bobcats. Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And now um, it's the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing on NBA is uh, the Kyrie Irving thing. Where do you? I mean, as stop. A, no Kyrie. Keep him away. <laughs> where do you guys think he's gonna go? Or do you think he's gonna stay with the Nets? I don't think he'll stay with the Nets. I think those that bridge is definitely burned. Um, it would yeah, be a long shot because his 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 list of teams are all they're all cap locked. I think um, he can definitely eliminate the Sixers because there's no way Harden wants to play with him. <laughs> yeah, and they're not moving Tyrese Maxey either. So uh, the Lakers, I mean, the Lakers just can't afford it. I don't uh, I've seen he's willing to take a pay cut and he would take the $6 million. Uh, I think it's like ex- something exemption where he, I mean, he would make $30 million less, but like the Lakers could sign him theoretically and still keep Russ. But I mean, hypothetically, he could just take the minimum and sign anywhere he wants. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if he's allowed to take the veterans minimum based on him, like getting all NBA, if you see, I don't know. There's some rules like where you. I mean, he shouldn't be able to take the veterans yeah. minimums, but. Yeah, like I think um, if you do good enough, you're not allowed to take a certain less amount of money. But anyway, um, I th- I think I I think Kyrie's gonna leave, and I think Katie's gonna request a trade because I don't think he's gonna try to like fall with Ben Simmons and. I was gonna say Ben Simmons just got there, and he's got to be the last one left. <laughs> All right, um, so that was fun talking about NBA. Let's move into the NFL mock draft. Um, if y'all are ready, I can begin it. Uh, like I said, we're doing it on Sleeper. Um, just so y'all or the viewers or listeners, sorry, the listeners know, I'm drafting at the fifth pick, Nico's drafting at the fourth pick, and then Brett's drafting at the eighth pick. 
And then the rest of the slots are just going to be automatically auto-drafted by sleeper based on their ADP, I believe. And also I think it does a little bit on positional rankings. Like I think it will draft a tight end before like a better running back or something like that. If like the team needs a tight end, I don't know. I've never done a mock draft on sleeper before, but we just felt like this was the best um, platform to what we're trying to achieve. All right. So y'all ready? All right, yes, sir. start mock draft. And I, and I will be reading the picks. Um, actually, let me change the settings real quick. I'm going to change the a little more time per pick so I can, like, explain a little longer. I'm going to do yeah, – I was going to say, is it going to be – is CPU going to auto-pick, like, instantly or can yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if y'all can, like – You can keep, pause it. Uh, I don't know if I can, but can y'all take, like – I'm going to make it, like, three minutes per pick. Like, we're not going to actually do that, but, like, can y'all, like – like go a little slow on your pick so like we can like talk about it a little bit actually that i'll just make I'll, I'll just make like 30 minutes because like we're not going to do that long per pick but like cpu is going to go fine. all right cool um so save and then i'm going to get started and then nico before you pick let's talk about the first three picks all right all right so Right off the bat, not surprising, John, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, first three picks. Austin Eckler at three is actually surprising to me. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, CMC, honestly, that's a coin flip. I personally on the CMC train this year, I think he's going to come back. If he's, I mean, if he stays healthy, he's by far the best fantasy player. But Jonathan Taylor, I can understand being the number one RB last year, and he's healthy, young, awesome offensive line. Um, what do you guys think about the first three picks? JT all the way for me. I mean, he's my cross-the-board number one player. Um, I think they're only getting better um, as an offensive unit with uh, with Matt Ryan. I mean, look what he did with Cordell Patterson for out of the backfield. I think Jonathan Taylor's only got room to, to grow. Um, it is a little surprising um, to see CMC go this early for me purely out of injury concerns. I mean, Last season, he was, I mean, hardly on the field. And that quarterback situation is just not pretty for him um, with Sam Darnold at the helm. I don't – I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be more of a believer once – it's no different than Saquon. Um, I'll be a believer once I see them on the field for longer than they uh, should be or longer than they have been. Um, I agree that CMC, if healthy, could be a top – could uh, definitely be the number one overall pick, but those injury concerns definitely uh, scare me. And as for Eckler, I mean, other than a PPR appeal, number three, in my opinion, is very high. Um, I definitely have him in my top eight um, because of uh, Justin Herbert continuing to grow and uh, Austin Eckler just being a PPR monster. But three is uh, quite surprising, in my opinion. Brett, do you got anything to say? Your mic's muted, by the way, still. Not bad. Yeah, so I would I would take Taylor first. I definitely would understand the case for CMC to go first if someone were to do that. But, like, at two, I think you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I think at some point, like, you can't just be like, oh, he's going to get hurt. Like, I think that's a weird thing to assume. And you can still, even if you do want to assume it, you can kind of take that risk at the back end and kind of mitigate it some with who else you draft maybe just take an extra running back. Gotcha. And then, um, like, Eckler at three, like, he also requested the Chargers bring in a second running back this year. So, like, I think it's kind of – I would be hard-pressed to take him in the first half of the first round, even with the upside of PPR. Gotcha. 
Um, to keep things progressing, I think what we should do is we should stop at Brett's pick since he has like a later pick in each round. I like before you pick, like, we'll, we'll not do it for this one. Like, so we could talk about the whole, pretty much the full round, if that makes sense. Just thinking about so it now. Do, yeah. So do mine on the odds and then stop at Nico's on the even. Since... Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Nico, if you want to draft, go ahead. Take my pick. Hmm. I mean, the appeal of Derek Henry being there is nice, but that PPR value is just not there. I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do, do a little something crazy and hit that gritty and uh, take JJ as uh, the number fourth pick. I mean, that's actually who I wanted. That's who I wanted at five. That man, that man is last season. I was a doubter early in the preseason. Not that he wouldn't be good, but, I was against him being a top five receiver, and that man, that man shut me up. So I think uh, with Thielen getting older, um, and that offense just needing that number one guy, I mean, just JJ's just filling that role perfectly. And uh, especially in a PPR, I think he's gonna he'll be a top top three player this year. So I think I'm getting a steal uh, at number four. So. I think I'm gonna keep the greedy train going. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm taking Jamar Chase. Um, but my defense for why I'm not taking Cup is because I just don't think I think Cup's good and I think he's a top three receiver. I just don't think what he did last year is sustainable. I think teams are gonna start planning for him more. Um, like it's very rare you see a wide receiver repeat as a historic season like that. Like Cup's not been a top ten wide receiver in fantasy for like his whole career, and then like out of nowhere he I mean to be fair he had Jared Goff um for a while but like now he has Matthew Stafford so he was uh, top five your, one year oh really he was yes yeah what are your thoughts now that I mean Odell may not be returning and Robert Woods is now in um Tennessee but they did sign Allen Robinson who I think is better than Robert Woods and Odell that's also exactly. a completely different role from Cup though <laughs> True, but I don't know. I mean, he's kind of up there in age too, but I don't know. I'm still going Jamar Chase. I think, I think I trust Joe. Oh, I don't know. Matthew Stafford's good though. Not Jared Goff anymore. I'm still going Jamar Chase, but I would understand the argument for Cooper Cup or one of the running backs still ahead. And they may finish number one overall last year in PPR. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know how Cup has fallen to me here at eight, but like I'm taking him. No but... way he goes to, no way he goes past six. No, like... but he did. We we are at eight right oh, now. Oh wait, what? <laughs> so oh my you, goodness! Before you pick Brett, let's read off the next two picks. So after I chose Jamar Chase, Team Six took Derrick Henry. Team Seven took Dalvin Cook, which are I think Dalvin Cook's going to finish as a top three RB in fantasy. Um, so I'm surprised Cook fell that low. I have Cook as my RB three in terms of my rankings. Um, but. No, nah, the picks have made sense so far. Cup falling this low is a little crazy, but it's it's really how you depend on how you rank the wide receivers. Like I have, I I would probably go. I don't know. I I think Cup might finish better than Jefferson and Chase, but I just like the appeal of Chase more. Like I think there's a higher potential. Cup Cup was he had a hundred points more than the second receiver last year. Like he could regress so much. He could lose like twenty percent of the points he scored last year, and he's still the wide receiver one. Like, yeah. So yeah, I'm taking him there. Yeah, and I mean Derrick Henry going at six. I mean it's just obvious. You 
I mean, his ceiling is too high for him to fall any lower. And then Dalvin Cook is, I mean, his, his, he's about to be used as a wide receiver, which only just makes his appeal as a, as a PPR asset even more. So I think uh, having those two go makes sense. But for Cooper Cup to have dropped, I probably would have taken him at five um, based on just – I think he's going to be a lot more open because I think Allen Robinson's going to have a career revival. It's going to be the first time he's ever had a quarterback. And I think Brett is just getting Brett definitely got a steal. And let's see who's who who do got nice team nine to Najee Harris. So before we talk about the remaining picks, let's get back to your pick so we can like get a little further. All right. So I think I'm just going to double down receiver. We got, I mean, can have the number one and number two PPR receivers from last year. Once oh I get goodness. Adams, I get Carr's not as good as Rodgers, but at the same time, it's a, they don't have a great defense. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Adams is still great. I think it'd be crazy not to take him. It is his college quarterback. He's reuniting yeah. with Fresno. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all. I don't know if I've told you, Nico, but, like, Brett, you know who I've been hyping up for, like, the last, like, week or so in terms of yeah. fantasy. Do you know, Nico? C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that's my guy. I'm the question going. is, maybe on the three-term, can Dom get the C.D.'s nuts and the Saquon D's nuts? That's, <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's yeah. what I have in my dynasty league. I have Saquon D's nuts. I've used that team name a couple times over the last couple years. Um, and then Nico, before you pick, let's look at let's read off who's been chosen. So after Brett took Cooper Cup, it went Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Stefan Diggs at the turn, DeAndre Swift, and then Brett already said he took Devontae Adams, and then it was Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and then I selected CeeDee Lamb. Um, so I mean what what occurred after Cooper Cup makes sense? Najee Harris, um, I'm a little iffy on him for this year because of the quarterback situation. Like they drafted Kenny Pickett and they have Mitch Trubisky. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch Pickett in college. I don't know how well he would do. Trubisky, I think he can be serviceable. Um, I think I think his ceiling's a little capped, but I still think he can finish as a top ten running back. I mean, not he he was number three last year and Big Ben. It was just useless. Like, whatever you think about Pickett or Trubisky, it's not that big of a downgrade. That's true. No, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, big, I'm a big fan of Najee Harris for what he like, did. Even if you don't think he's that great, it's just pure volume. There's just no one else taking touches from him. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like They lost Juju uh, as an offensive threat. That, Najee's just Najee's going to be great. I mean, same with Joe Mixon, uh, Team 10. He he's had his doubters for the last like two or three seasons, the lack of offensive line and that was a guy I mean, he, times. Well, yeah, that was because of the lack of offensive line getting beat up all the time. And now, I mean, last season he just he balled out and saved a lot of fantasy seasons, I'm sure. And so I mean, it doesn't surprise that he doesn't leave the top ten. To be fair. I should make a correction. He only played six games in 2020, but every other season he's played at least 14 games. So I guess the injury prone like idea is just in my mind because that one season when he only played six games. That like happened like Dalvin Cook, like you expect him to miss like two games a year, and people are like, oh, Dalvin Cook's injury prone. You gotta get Alexander Madison. It's like, yeah, 
like he tore his ACL once and then he gets like a random, like that's kind of just running backs. I feel like at this point. All right. Um, and then Diggs as the fourth wide receiver. That makes sense. I'm a little higher on Diggs this year than Adams just because of the quarterback situation. Um, but honestly, it's a coin flip. Adams is still the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, and then Kelsey, the first head end off the board. Getting him in the second round is pretty good. He's been producing as a wide receiver one, basically, for his entire – not his entire career, but majority of his career. Um, Tyree Kill, I'm not a big Tua guy, but you got to go after the talent and the production he's had with Mahomes the last couple of years. And then I think I think Tyreek is going to be overbought this season. I think he's overselling his quarterback situation because he got the bag. And I think he's going to miss Patrick Mahomes' arm very soon into the season. I also think it's going to reveal what Mahomes is like without Hill. Because, I mean, he Mahomes is a great quarterback. We know this, but he's always had, like, the best tight end in the NFL. He's at Hill. So, like, we're going to see what he's like without an elite wide receiver for the first time. Hopefully, Mecole Hardman or Marquez Vasquez can step into that speedy, deep, deep field threat. They also got Sky Moore that they drafted. Yeah, Sky Moore will, and Sky Moore will be nice on the inside, and then Juju also getting Juju. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Juju. Yeah, that's right. He's got to stay healthy. So, you have anything to say, Brett? Um, yeah, I I do think like Tyreek Hill. Obviously, you expect him to regress some because of the quarterback situation. Like, I'm not as low on Tua as you guys are. We talked about this. I think he's like a perfectly average quarterback. He's not great. But he also, I think he is kind of limited with Tyreek's skill set. I don't think it's a perfect match. Like, at this point in the second round, I think it's worth taking off. Like, he's yeah. he's good enough to warrant the value. I mean, honestly, like, you just throw up the ball, he'll run and find it. Um, but, again, okay, and then that leads us to my pick. I chose CeeDee Lamb. I'm, I'm very high on the Cowboys' offense this year. I think Zeke. I mean, I've seen reports from him in trading camp. He's looking, like, revitalized. I think he's going to come out. Yeah, strong. it hasn't come out the last five years. So Zeke's back. <laughs> I also think Tony Pollard's going to get a bigger role in the offense. I think – I mean, there, there's – I'm a big that, Pollard fan. Yeah, there's – excuse me. There's reports that he's going to be, like, the Debo Samuel type role, um, like the, the dual RB wide receiver role that they're lining him up in. And then also C.D. Lamb, the reason I'm so big on him is, one, Amari Cooper's gone. He went to the Browns. And also Michael Gallup's coming back from an ACL tear. So I think they're going to ease him in. So I think I think uh, feast. Yeah, I know. I think he's going to feast this year. I mean, it's um, like a top three passing offense. And you well, just got bumped up to number one, wide receiver number one. Like. Yeah, and he's so, so talented. But uh, so we can keep this going. Uh, Nico, do you want to – do you have your pick ready? Yeah, I mean, I'm picking the – I'm going to be picking the uh, – probably the number three player in fantasy next season in terms of total points. Might be a little early, but gotcha. you, know, you, can't, you can't mess around yeah. with the dual threat. I don't – I don't I mean, hate, this is a PPR. I don't hate going quarterback in the third – late third – or early third, late – or sorry, late second, early third, if it's like a top two quarterback and Josh Allen fits that um, archetype. I mean, I also have this this snake pick back to me already. So um, do we want to talk about the picks? That no, have let's, just wait, been made? let's wait till we get back to Brett. All right. And wow. 
puts me in an interesting position. So, so far I have Justin Jefferson and Josh Allen, which is leaving me pretty light at running back. And that's lining me up to take my favorite player in the NFL, Saquon Barkley. And the reason I do this is because, again, in the PPR, Saquon has been lining up as a slot receiver, getting more touches, getting more reps. In his rookie year, he led the league in, or led the league in running back receptions, having over 100 receptions. And the Giants, I mean, the Giants are trying to utilize this man as much as they can. So I'm taking a risk. It's my giant bias, but I think Saquon in the third round is very adequate in terms of value. Um, I was going to take Mark Andrews because I think Mark Andrews is going to ball out and I think he's a great pick, but I mean, to see Saquon at three or in the third round, it's just, it was just too, too tasty. So interesting. You mentioned Mark Andrews because it's my pick now. I'm highly considering it. Like if Kyle Pitts was here, I'd probably take Pitts because I have Pitts finishing as the number one tight end this season. Um, just fantasy wise, because he, he, I mean, he had a thousand receiving yards as a tight end his rookie year. The, the touchdowns were really low, but I mean, like that's bound to change. He's a red zone threat. Um, but like, I'm scared with the RBs, like, cause RB is such a shallow position. Like I'm not going with like a full, like I, I said, it's zero RB, but like I'm, I meant like early zero, early RB not going. So I don't think I'm going to go tight end here. Let me look at the running backs. See, I would go Zeke, but the thing is I don't want two players from the same team because like that bye week I'm likely going to lose if it's like two of my top players. Um, I like Fournette. Play for the playoffs, man. You can't be worried about one week. True. I think Fournette is very attractive as because Ronald Jones is gone. So that's his full backfield. So I think I'm going to go Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I like Fournette. He like is low key, like a good pass catcher too. Yeah. Like, when he, he was a steer from me last season. Yeah. yeah. He finished as an RB, RB, RB six in PPR. I do have concerns about his, his condition right now. Is he, did he get hurt uh, last year at the end? Uh, no, apparently he was, but there are the reports that he's like fat right now. Um, and they did just draft a rookie running back. Yeah, Rashad White. All right, you guys want to run through the picks before mine? Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me read them off. So it went last thing we said was me taking CD Lamb. So then Nico took Josh Allen, then Nick, then it went Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Javante, sorry, Javante Williams. Um, Debo Samuel, Kyle Pitts, Aaron Jones, and then Saquon Barkley is what Nico did. And then we ended with me taking Leonard Fournette. Um, my take on these picks. So starting from Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, two more. Oh, sorry. Uh, Mike Evans and AJ Brown. So my take on I, I'm I'm fine with Josh Allen in the second round. I think wasn't he like the quarterback one by like a good margin last year or something crazy? Yeah, I I don't think it was too close. Um, Nick Chubb, I'm not a big, I'm not, I love Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the NFL, but fantasy wise, he's very touchdown dependent because cream hunt takes a lot of his receiving attempts away. Um, Camara, he's always good. Uh, just, I don't know what the quarterback situation, Winston coming off the ACL potentially we'll see. Um, Javante Williams, I was really big on him in the off season, but since they re-signed uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, 
it's it's still appealing, but I think he's gonna lose some of his carries. But uh, yeah, yeah. What, what do you guys think? With Javante Williams, I think he's a great pick long term in a redraft. I think you gotta you gotta lower your expectations. Um, I mean, they do have. I mean, they they're set to repeat twenty twenty one where. Javante Williams was, I mean, he was good. He wasn't second round, third round good. I mean, he finished his RP, RB17. Um, and I think as long as Gordon's there, it's going to keep biting into his his workload. Um, as for Kamara, I mean, that's, in my opinion, way too high. I mean, I don't know if the CPU is accounting for it. Um He's preparing for a six-week suspension. Oh, yeah, he got arrested. Because of his legal case. Um, that is just far too high of a risk for me to take with my second-round pick. Because uh, who knows? I mean, if, who knows how far this could go? Um, but, I mean, CP obviously doesn't know that. Uh, Darby, which picks are we going through? All the way to A.J. Brown? or? Uh, yeah, but, like, don't talk about everyone. So, like, no, 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 no. I'm just looking. Um, Pitts is the first tight end off the board. I mean, I mean, he's got to be. He's just got such a high ceiling. Um, where did Kelsey? Oh no, Kelsey's the first. Never mind. Sorry, Pitts was the second. All right. Um, AJ Brown. I got the Eagles hate. Um, I'm also not a big Jalen Hurts fan in terms of passing. But we'll see. I mean, J.J. Brown is a very talented receiver, similar to D.J. Metcalf, just with a terrible quarterback situation. So I guess we'll just have to see um, how he does. Brett's a Seahawks fan, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that like, mean, yesterday on it. Yeah, Drew Locke, Drew Locke was just not the ideal quarterback. I, I'm sure Brett feels the same way. <laughs> um, Brett, do you have any uh, opinions on the drafted players? Um, yeah, so – I would agree with Nico on the Kamara thing that the six week suspension is concerning. I kind of disagree with you. The fact that Jameis Winston come off an ACL, like he was still like eighth last year with like Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon throwing to him in the second half of the season. So like, I don't even think he has to worry about quarterback play. I think that could actually oh, I'm a big him with big these dump offs, but like Aaron Jones going after Javante Williams is just wild to me. Like even if Melvin Gordon, didn't come back. Like, I don't understand the case that Aaron Jones shouldn't be going earlier than the third round or against Javante. I I think Aaron Jones is going to eat with all those targets going out of Adams. That's what I'm saying. I did see that A.J. Dillon and him are going to be splitting. But they split um, last year, too. Like, I don't don't know. Dillon's just a power back, though. I don't think he's going to. Like, he's just going to get so many targets. Like, yeah, I think Dillon can definitely take touchdowns away. But I don't. I don't really see the ceiling being that high for Javante Williams, unless they completely change the role for Gordon than what they did last year. Yeah, hundred percent. I hundred percent agree. Javante or Javante Williams' ceiling is just capped with the presence of a running. Because it'd be one thing if they had him as depth, but you know that they're going to use Gordon. I mean, I mean, Gordon was, had a couple like top ten finishes last year in fantasy. Like, in no, like exactly. Gordon was still very like hit. Yeah. The difference between Gordon and Williams last year was pretty small. All right. Um, Brad, it's your, your pick. Yeah, so I'm up. Um, you guys talked about Mark Andrews earlier. Like, he was 
crazy last year for PPR. I think he was tight end one by a decent amount. Kelsey might have been close on a like per game basis. But like, yeah. And then you get rid of Marquise Brown. Like there's just even more targets available for Andrews. I got the top two receivers from last year, top tight end from this year or last year. I like that because you have the turn so you can still get a somewhat decent running back. Yeah, I I don't really like looking at the running backs. I don't love any of the ones really even there. Like I might just keep going zero RB. I think I think you've talked about Connor liking him. We've talked about that. I just touchdown dependent though. Yeah, he he averaged less than four yards a carry last year. Like there's just I don't think last year was sustainable. And that's being baked into his projection some. Like he's still just going too high for me. Uh, I kind of, I mean, I just, I like Herbert. I think that's where I'm going to go. Really? So you're going full almost. Yeah. I, honestly, I think the first one I would like is available is Dobbins or ETN. You know, like, Mon- I, you know, like Monty. Yeah. But I also think that offense is just going to suck. It I mean, it sucked last year too. And he was fine, but I think I'm just going to embrace the zero RB. Go with Herbert. I, dig I think it. Herbert's a really good pick for quarterback. I think he has potential for top three. Um, yeah, dude. I uh, a little side note. I traded for Herbert in our dynasty league. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it's my pick now. We'll talk about the picks when we get to Unica. Um, so David Montgomery was my was going to be my pick, but he was actually just chosen the pick before me. So I'm going to take a. Ooh, I really like Brees Hall's uh, potential, but also Trevor Etienne. Or am I saying that right? Trevor Etienne. Um, I think James Robinson's hurt, right? I think he's out the first couple. Of weeks. James Robinson's are coming back from Achilles tear. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of like a week eight, probably around there. He'll come back. Yeah, but they also did not use him at all last year properly. Oh yeah, yeah. What's his face? Urban like, Meyer. Urban Meyer is just you can't like bring me into that. Like you just oh. have to throw out last year for like every Jags player. <laughs> so there's no tight ends left that I think are worth in the top four rounds. So I'm definitely not going tight end. But let me look at the first. Another fan of Darren Waller. I think he's excuse me. I think he's good, but I think I would rather get a like a Noah Fant later on. Like we'll get a little, couple less points game and get high, better value at RB and wide receiver. Um, yeah, I don't even think the wall like the fall off between like Waller and Hawkinson's even that yeah, big. Yeah, I, I would say the tier for tight ends is I mean, in any order you want it, I'll say Pitts, Kelsey, Kittle, and then there's a or sorry, Pitts, Kelsey, Andrews, and then there's a big drop off. Not a big drop off to Kittle, but then I think there's a big drop off for tight ends after that. Um, I'm gonna go Brees Hall though with oh, there's DK Dobbins though. Mm. I'm going to go Brees Hall. I'm going to go Brees Hall. Yeah, I think I like Dobbins a little bit more. There's just – there's a little unknown with Hall, and then it's like what – like what's Carter going to do in the pass game? Yeah. Like what's the upside for Hall there? Like he can definitely still catch the ball though. Yeah. I also think the fact that they just drafted Garrett Wilson early on, you expect the Jets to never be up in a game, so they're going to be thrown a lot. Um, yeah, that's true. So they last year they got um, Elijah Moore. This year they got Garrett Wilson. They still have an unproven quarterback. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, 
Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right, man. <laughs> um, no, I just, I mean, just a, it's no different than me having my faith in the Giants player. I mean, it's just so hard to put faith in a rookie on a team like that. Uh, I, 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 especially when they just draft Michael Carter last year. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand the pick. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out, though. So right, I was going to talk about the other team's picks first. Uh, before that, I was going to say it's no different than the – I mean, I know Saquon Barkley was a generational talent, second overall pick in the draft, but, like, the Giants' offensive line and, like, overall team was terrible, and he finishes the RB1 his rookie year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but there's also, like, Michael Carter's – I mean, we don't know. Michael Carter should not have a role in the offense. Like, there was no one Barkley was competing for That's targets true. or anything with. But anyway, um, yeah, we can discuss the picks now. Let me read them off. Where'd we end? We ended at A.J. Brown. So the next pick by Brett, he already said this. He took Mark Andrews. Then it went George Kittle, Patrick Mahomes, Zeke, K-Makers, Justin Herbert. Again, Brett said that. Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery. And then I just took Brees Hall. So my initial view was, I don't think, I think Justin Herbert's going to finish as a better fantasy quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Um, Cause Mahomes had so many weeks last, like he had a lot of like boom games, like where he got like 40 points, but he also had a lot of games where he only got like 15, 16 fantasy points. Like he's a great quarterback, but like fantasy wise, I think you could do a lot better. Like I would, I would, I would take Lamar Jackson over um, Patrick Mahomes in fantasy this year. But yeah, now there's a take. Yeah, so that's interesting. I haven't heard that one yet. I mean, like the ce- like the ceiling for Lamar is insane. Yeah, but like I don't know, like the floor for Mahomes is also still, I think, very high. Yeah, I mean, what did he finish last year? As let me look, Mahomes was four. Jackson missed a few games. So it's kind of I'd have to look at like uh, yeah. So Mahomes still did good, but like like I said, he had a lot of boom games. But like you're you might lose those other games where he gets 15 points. I mean yeah they also lost like a ton of targets so there is there's a bit of uncertainty yeah. and he doesn't like, have I, like Mahomes isn't gonna have a bad year I think like Jackson like there's much more injury risk too there yeah the running but, like that running upside is just small because like what was you guys can keep talking I'm looking at Jackson's like MVP season just so yeah it's like the running backs that went it's like Elliot Akers Gibson Montgomery like none of those excite me that much like yeah i think acres could have a big role but he could also split with henderson i think he's yeah Chris zeke could end up playing with pollard he was zeke was like extremely inefficient last year and then gibson they just draft they re-signed mckissick drafted robinson yeah, that's gonna be a committee i don't think he's good for fantasy in my opinion yeah i i'm not a fan of I think I, I mean, think Gibson's Khalil really Herbert, good. Like that, Washington just doesn't have faith in him for whatever reason. Yeah, he's, he's also got like a pretty bad foot injury that's like lingering that lingers. He like plays through it, um, or it's a leg injury, I think. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, he has, awesome. I think he had like shin splints last year. I would hope they like. I knew they said like surgery was an option. I don't know if he ended up getting that in the offseason or what. Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to use him to keep him healthy. Um, plus, gonna get Brian Robinson as well. I mean, he's not like anything that's gonna like overtake that entire. Like he's not a like bell. What do they call it? A workhorse or bell? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I mean, Acres. I don't know. I I think Acres probably has the highest ceiling of the four. 
Actually, no, I take that back. I think Zeke has the highest ceiling, but I think Akers has the highest floor. Um, Pollard is just going to be too prominent in this PPR. Um, it's just those are all risky picks. Um, but Herbert is, I mean, Herbert, I'm, I'm a fan of. I think he's going to do really well. He's going to be an MVP candidate. And then oh, yeah. Bruce Hall, Bruce Hall, I don't, I don't know. All right. Um, Nico, it's your pick now. My pick. All right. Hmm. So I've taken a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. <sighs> uh, I mean, Darren Waller is attractive, but adding De- Devontae Adams to that offense, I mean, that's clearly going to take targets away. <sighs> Deontay Johnson's appealing, but there's no quarterback right there that I can trust. Same with McLaurin. Brad, how are we feeling about DK, man? Uh, I mean, I, I, I still like him. Like, if you look at like, the weeks that they had Gino, he wasn't awful. He was battling like a pretty bad foot injury the last like half of the season, too. It's, it's, it's just hard to really project anything for him, I think. I'd rather have Lockett, honestly. <sighs> Like Lockett, yeah, for PPR Lockett, like Lockett's being drafted way too low this year. Like I think he's going like wide receiver forty, which I think is insane. But I mean, I mean, Nico, if you're going wide receiver here, I would definitely go Keenan Allen. He's, I think, he's, yeah, I was about to, I was just gonna say, I was gonna put my yeah, I, Justin I Herbert. Go, I wouldn't go Metcalf quite here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Keenan. Now with Allen. your neck, go. Oh, well, there he goes. I would. I I still would take some of these guys. I would. I would still take Deontay Johnson. I would still take. Cooper or Amari Cooper or actually Cooper's situation with the Watts and stuff. I don't Cooper. know. Like Brown's players is just so weird right now. I, I think I think the only mm-hmm. safe player to choose is Nick Chubb uh, as like an RB two RB one, just because you know he's going to be a good rusher. Nick but like, Chubb went in the second round, Dom. No, I know. I, I'm saying from the Browns. Oh, oh, you mean for, that, yeah? Like I, he's not completely affected by whatever quarterback he is. Yeah. Yeah. So here. Like, hmm. I know people are concerned about Carolina's quarterback play, but DJ Moore's had awful quarterback play his whole career. Oh, dude, I know. I DJ mean, Moore, if he had a competent receiver or quarterback, he'd be so good. I mean, but I'm I also like looking him. at ETN. That, that would be good. I think he's going to be, be a baller with the – I think the Jags offense is like just going to look a lot better this year with all the weapons they just got. Yeah, whenever we in the fifth round, I only have one running back. I think I need to get some depth and put my faith in a second year that has never played in the NFL. All right. Um, all right. So we ended with – let me look at the picks. Last pick we talked about was um, Brees Hall. Gotcha. So I guess well, Keenan Allen, I guess that's the one I made. Gotcha. Let, let me do my pick. Let's get to Brett's pick first before we continue talking about him. But, okay, so it's my pick now. So I was just talking about Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I mean, let, let's look at this. What did Lamar finish last year? He played 12 games and he still finished as a top 15 quarterback and that he missed five games and he could have sat. Lamar is just running up, rushing upside. Like I used to be really low. You guys know I was used to be really low on Lamar with his passing abilities, but I've, he, he's in, he's not like the best passer in the NFL, but like he's improved enough combined with his rushing abilities. I think I mean, I caught him last year. I think he's the best offensive 
weapon in the NFL. What I mean by that, like the ability to create offense. And I, I, I still think he is. Um, so I'm going Lamar Jackson at pick 5.5. All right. And then it's Brett. All right. Let me read off the picks. We start, where did we stop with Keenan Allen? Yeah. All right, so then, so Nico went Keenan Allen, and then it went James Conner, J.K. Dobbins, Terry McLaurin, uh, D.K. or sorry, Darren uh, Waller, D.K. Metcalf, T. Higgins, Travis E.T.A. or E.T.N. E.T.N. And then I chose Lamar Jackson, and then D.J. Moore, Deontay Johnson, and then now we're on Brett's pick. So my first takes on this. So let me look. So J.K. Dobbins, I think that I think the Ravens are going to run through the rush. They always have, they seem like they love the rush. Um, JK Dobbins coming back. I think he, if his AC, I think he towards ACL, if that holds up and he's still effective, um, I think he can be easily an RB two with RB one upside. Um, Terry McLaurin, again, he's always had a crappy wide receiver or sorry, quarterback situation. I think Wentz is the best quarterback he's played with in his career. Um, so I think Terry McLaurin's going to have probably a career year, honestly. Um, Darren Waller again, safe tight end. Uh, DK Metcalf, I have my reservations with him with the quarterback situation. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, like I'm not can, Dobbins towards ACL so early last year. I don't think there's really any concern for me about it. I think just the way they rush it, like I don't think Gus Edwards is even a real threat. Like Dobbins' rookie year, like the last like six weeks, like he was insane. So I, I mean, I would probably, I'd honestly probably take him into the third round. So I think getting him at four nine is pretty good. There's like there's yeah. years. I think at this point, like everyone that's gone, it's just like your preference. Like I don't think there's anything that really stands out. It's like I'd probably not. I would probably take Higgins over Metcalf as like back to back picks. It's not like anything crazy. Yeah, I was gonna say out of all those picks that we just had, Dobbins is definitely my favorite. Uh, I think. I have him in a few – I have him in a keeper league um, that I've been running, and I'm excited for him to come back. Uh, that in, you know, Like like Brett said, that injury is so early on that, I mean, he's about to be ready for training camp. So uh, Gus Edwards, I mean, if anything, might take a few short yardage situations, but uh, Dobbins is definitely their guy in a very run-friendly offense. So I think he's in a great position. 4.9 is a great place to get him. Um, but as for the receivers that really win, other than T. Higgins, the quarterback situation just is not favorable for guys that you're wanting to have a ton of ton of catches. Um, you got Drew Locke, you've got Carson Wentz, you've got who else? You have we have Sam Darnold, maybe Mason Rudolph, or maybe Kenny Pickett for DeAndre Johnson. I mean, it's just too big of question marks um, for me to love those picks, but considering where we are in the draft, like Brett said, it's really a thumb, like a coin flip. Yeah. I do think that, um, what's his face? Yeah, I agree. T T Higgins out of the guys that were just drafted or Carson, sorry, Carson Wentz. Wentz had a pretty decent year actually with the, um, with the Colts last year. Um, Yeah. He went like what, 28 and seven or something like that. Like this is on, we've talked about together, Dom, like, Wentz isn't a great quarterback, but like Heineke just can't push the ball downfield like at all. It's like Wentz is going to be so much better for McLaurin. I mean, I I'm also I've been down on Wentz in our conversations, but I also think like Nico said earlier, I have equal hate bias towards him. Like I don't hate him, like just like the Eagles. Like I hate the Eagles. Um, 
and he played with them for so long. But um, anyway, it is your pick, Brett. Yeah, like I I don't love Jacobs. Like I feel like he just proves me wrong every year. I don't have a running back, so I kind of want to take him. At the same time, like Jalen Waddle. You're going zero RB through five or six rounds or five. Well, like I mean, I have the turnaround. Like I'm looking at like on my next pick, getting someone. I mean, Jacobs was eleventh in PPR last year. That's what I like. It's just like I don't feel like he's that good, but it's like he also just produces. What about Elijah Mitchell? You have him on your dynasty team. I do have him on my dynasty team. Um, Ch Paris. I think Jacob is better, and then it's like there's also a lot more question marks with where the Niners' backfield is than where Ray, yeah. the Vegas is. So yeah, there's four picks. I don't think Jacobs would be there, but I could. I think yeah, I think I just take Jacobs. I don't, uh, I, don't I don't love it. I'd probably go. I might go Sanders there personally, but I, I I'm fine with the Jacobs pick. Yeah, Sanders is still there for you. Like guys. Sanders is obviously due for, like he's gonna get touchdowns this year. You You're talking Miles Sanders? Yeah. Oof. Like he like he averaged over five yards a carry last year, and he somehow didn't get a touchdown. Like it's kind of crazy. And plus the way the Eagles used him, it was just so frustrating. I mean, I yeah, I had him in a redraft last year, and it was. Yeah, these Boston Scott and like, like Boston, yeah, Boston Scott's getting like two touchdowns a game. And I'm just like, he's like Boston Scott's like five seven and getting goal line touches. Like Darren, he's a giant killer. Dude, what, is, what is it? The Eagles and short running backs, <laughs> you know, like Darren, yeah, Darren's <laughs> Brian Westbrook. Yeah, sure. I don't actually know if Westbrook's short, he just feels like a short guy. So, yeah, um, so now we're sitting here. I was saying about Jalen Waddle last pick, he's still here. I, I gotta I go love that. Like he was like everyone talks about oh Tua's not great. Like, well, he's got the same quarterback as last year with Tua, and he was 13th last year. Like, oh, dude, yeah, he was gonna, gonna take some PPR. targets, but Waddle's yeah. a PPR monster. How many receptions did he have? About hundred. He broke the rookie record. He had hundred four receptions as a rookie. Do you like I think everyone assumes that your second year you're gonna take a step up. So yeah, disgusting. the only thing that's just worry worrisome for me is the presence of Tyreek. No, that could be good for him or it could be bad. For right. Him. And now someone's taking Michael Thomas. Like, I think there's a like 50 50 shot. He doesn't even play next year. Like, what are we doing taking him in the sixth round? All right. So it is my pick now. I'm looking at the tight end situation. I'm not a fan. I, I think it's too early to take tight ends based on the tiers. Like, these guys are kind of all similar at this point. Um, I have who I want at tight end. And I'm hoping he falls to me in a later round. Uh, I'm looking at the wide receiver situation, running backs. So, actually, Sanders is still there for me, so I'm going to go Miles Sanders. And then, Nika, do we want to talk about the picks? Um, so, who – where do we stop? We stopped off, off Jacobs. All right, so it went Joe Burrow, Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper, Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddle, Michael Thomas – TJ Hawkinson, and then I just chose Miles Sanders. So my initial thing is Joe Burrow, again, I think good quarterback. I think that's fine. Jerry Judy, 
I think Cortland Sutton's going to be the number one wide receiver, but we don't know because it's a new quarterback, Russell Wilson. Um, so whoever ends up being the quarterback or wide, I mean, even even uh, in Seattle though, they had uh, Lockett and DK Metcalf both were really good fantasy wide receivers, so maybe still the same. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I th- I kind of already interjected Michael Thomas like sixth round, like yeah, the potential is there, but like I like I don't think he plays next year, so I just don't get taking him that early. And then Jerry, I, I think Sutton's I think Sutton kind of fits better with Wilson. You also have the Bible narrative if y'all want to believe in that. Um Cooper again is like sixth round. It's like if Brissett's his quarterback, like even in like Dallas had a great offense last year. Cooper wasn't even great last year. So I don't really see that either. Like I think Waddle falling to me, like I think of the receivers that went, like I think Waddle was by far my favorite. So I'm a big, honest, I'm a big Michael Pittman fan this year. I think um, I he's getting a better quarterback. Um, he did a, he did really well for being um, being in an offense that focused around Jonathan Taylor. Uh, considering where he finished, finished seventeenth for somewhere. For some, I mean, people didn't even have the, him really on their radar until he started to blow up. So uh, I think the addition of Matt Ryan, giving him um, – he's just going to be a lot of targets, in my opinion. Um, might not be the most flashy in terms of yardage, but he's going to get the targets, and I think he can at least convert those to some uh, some good outings throughout the season. Um, Remember last year, I so side note, in me and Nico's Money League, I traded Khalil Herbert. I don't know if you remember that guy, Brett, uh, the backup on the uh, Bears when David Montgomery got hurt. I traded Khalil Herbert for Michael Pittman <laughs> because they're, I mean, they were both waiver wire guys last year. Because wasn't Pittman a rookie last year? No, he was a second year. Yeah, I got in my redraft, I took, uh, I mean, I got Pittman off waivers. Someone dropped him like week two or three. I, I didn't understand it. So I, Got him. Yeah. Um, all right, Nico, it's your pick. Um, before you pick, though, do you guys want to start doing two rounds at a time so we can uh, speed it along a little yeah, bit? I think, so, I think it's getting kind of less noteworthy at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, we can just, like, just point out any obvious, like, yeah, okay. ones. Um, so who do, so this is a one-quarterback league, right? Yes. No hmm. super flex. So normally I would have probably gone – Chris Godwin here, but there's a chance that he ends up on the pup list, um, which is six games. So I don't really want to risk that. Um, Sutton, I mean, Jerry Judy's obviously, I think he's going to end up being the number one. Um, trying to see. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go Marquise Brown. If I'm going to do I, that. I like that pick a lot. Yeah. I mean, this, I do it for two reasons. I mean, you have, you have, what's his name, D-Hop going on to suspension for six months or six weeks. And you're reuniting Marquise Brown with his college quarterback where they were at one, two dynamic punch. Um, I think Marquise is the perfect uh, downfield threat to pair up with Rhonda Moore and um, not Christian Kirk, um, um, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, come, come when he comes back, but I think this is going to be a great pick. It's your it's your pick again. Oh, it's my pick again. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, I, th- I think I'm going to continue to ride this wide receiver train. I'm going to go with Mike Williams. Dang. Um, 
He was phenomenal last year. He finished as the wide receiver 12. Um, he was always one of those guys that are like, you. He's, he has high expectations, but I mean, the last four years, he's I mean, given us 15 games or more. Um, I mean, Justin Herbert is that man. So I think Mike Williams is going to be a great acquisition. So I'm going to keep it going with the wide receiver train. And this is a guy has been consistently a PPR monster. Not, not monster. He's been a consistently PPR wide receiver too. He's never been in a good quarterback situation consistently. And he's gotten traded around from team to team. I'm going Brandon cooks. Um, he finished as the 20th wide receiver last year. And he had, did Davis Mills play the entire season or did they start? Mm-hmm. Did they have a different quarterback at the beginning? They had Tyrod for a while, I think. All right. So um, now that he has that rapport with Davis Mills, I'm hoping that he would be able to continue. Is it, that da- is it Davis or David? David. It's Davis. It's Davis. It's Davis. Yeah. Um, so I'm Amari St. Brown finished the season really strong, but they just drafted uh, Williams. I know Williams is probably not going to play until like week six, but just like, and they have Hawkinson. I just think there's too many mouths to feed in that offense. So that's why I'm going with Cooks. Uh, Wait, Javante Williams isn't, or Jameson Williams isn't playing till week six? Or that that's yeah, not no, deciding. He, he tore his ACL in like the championship game, and like yeah, January, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a minute for him to play. It's like yeah, a rookie yeah. with no training camp, right? Sure, true. Sure. That exciting. Yeah, but it's just like him coming back is like limits St. Brown's appeal for me. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I still I still like Amonra. It's just like. To me, what's his actual ceiling? Like, I, I don't know if he really gets that much better than he was last year. Yeah. Like, it's still a fine season. Um, hmm. Where do I go? Elijah's still there. Like, I'm just waiting for Devin Singletary. And, like, I feel like I, can get, I could get him possibly in the – Ninth round, if we're being honest. And they draft like Cook in the second round, though, or third round. Yeah, James James Cook. I mean, that's a, that that's a guy I'll probably try and draft later, if the right opportunity, because like he's just like he's going to get he's a PPR, presumably going to be very good for PPR, and Bills just throw it so much. Yeah. Uh, but, hmm. I just don't know. That's the, that's the one thing about the zero RBs. Like, all the RBs suck at this point. Not suck, but, like, they're not as appealing. Well, I think the, like, the idea for me is, like, in PPR, like, and if you're doing, like, a standard draft, you can't do zero RB because it's so important. Like, touchdowns are so important that when you get, like, the lower people, there's just no floor. But it's, like, for some of these guys, like, I could get James Cook later. I think the floor is decent for him. What about Kareem Hunt? Hmm? Kareem Hunt. What about him? Or Tony Pollard. I, I think Kareem Hunt's kind of weird because I, I think there's a decent chance he gets cut and it's like weird. Yeah, just, uh, that. Um, but dude, if he got cut and went to like a team that doesn't have an RB one, like he's, I think talent wise, he could be a top ten running back at like easily. Yeah. So I think I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Hopkins. My receivers are good enough that this I can weather the suspension and by playoff time. Like last year, Hopkins was not great. Even pre-injury, was like if he can even sniff some of his old form, he's just so good for PPR. 
Yeah. I mean, I had Hopkins as the best wide receiver in the NFL, not last year, but the year prior. And then Adams kind of took over for me. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's not even like an insane take, but last year, even when he played, it was just not, yeah. not as good as what you would expect. All right. And it's your pick again. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think I, I think I'd go with the Singletary I was talking about. He was 20 last year. So to go pretty much zero RB and get two top 20 running backs, I think I'm just cool with. I'm not huge on Devils, Devin Singletary because of the Cook pick, but if he can just replicate last year, I think you're fine based on who you've gotten so far. Um, yeah, and like he wasn't that big receiving last year, which I think helps him. I think Cook's the receiving role, and then Singletary's just getting like the rushes. Like I don't think Cook's going to eat in too much to what Singletary was doing. Yeah. In all honesty, I'm not super happy with my RB situation. Like I kind of wish I went JK Dobbins instead of Brees Hall, but we don't know what's going to happen there. Um, looking at the RBs now, I'm thinking about going Tony Pollard, but uh, wide receiver situation. Drake London's an interesting take or uh, get, but I just, what about Adam Thielen? How do you do last year? He also got hurt. He, he yeah, hurt a lot. But they're also got getting – they got what Kevin O'Connor's their head coach. Like, they probably are going to be passing it more than they were last year with whoever their coach was. Mark I, might, I might keep the rookie train up. and mm, But do I want to – I think I'm going to go Drake London. That's a – I pick them. I, I wouldn't go London there, but mm. this is interesting. I I really am not seeing any running backs that are appealing to me right now. I mean Pollard possibly, but I feel like I can get him later. Yeah, this is I think this is like peak dead zone for the running backs. Like there's receivers that could definitely contribute to your team. The running backs just not. It, I, no. I think I'm gonna go wide receiver one for potentially a top three quarterback, and Rashad Bateman. Yeah, that was that was someone I was hoping to get next round. I like that a lot. Tony Pollard got taken down. I think me and Dom have talked about Bateman, so I'm kind of disagree on that one. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I, I haven't seen what, how, what, what did he do last year? I mean, I know he was hurt a little bit. Yeah. He was hurt pretty much. Like he just missed all of the preseason stuff. It's hard to, he missed five games. Yeah. But like, he missed so much of like the important stuff, like for a rookie receiver, I think it's really important to have like the training camp, many camp stuff. And he just didn't have that last year. I mean, also I don't, besides Andrews, it's hard to trust any passing uh, options for the Ravens offense because they're so run heavy. Yeah, they lost a lot of targets though, so there's definitely room for Bateman to get stuff. Possibly. Uh, Nico, it's your pick. I mean, who else they got oh. through to? So with Pollard gone, I have my tight end, don't I? No. Picked, I haven't picked a tight end well. Then I think I'm going to go I think I got to go Goddard. <sighs> I don't know. Dawson, I mean, I feel like Dawson Knox could be really nice, but they also just got OJ Howard though, so that might yeah. Be. 
I mean, OJ Howard, like, what has he ever done with his life? You know what? You yeah, know what I'm doing? I'm going to go Zach Ertz. No, that's who I want. That's who I was saving. I, I think that's a great pick because I was listening to a podcast. I think it's called the Fantasy Football Football Ballers or something like that. Um, Zach Ertz is probably – I didn't know this. Last year, Zach Ertz was like – uh, Kyler Murray's like favorite target in the red zone. Yeah, yeah beautiful. His, his target share was crazy last year. And without Hopkins there, the first six weeks, that's going to be like, I think Ertz could be a top six tight end each week. The first six weeks of the season, maybe top five. Um, well, that I mean I think each week's kind of hard to sustain, but yeah, I mean, but uh, all right. So since you went, let me. Uh, what do you how how Goddard do last year? He finished eleventh. I might as well just go tight end. So I'll go Goddard. Yeah, I mean I, I like I like Goddard. And then Brett's pick. Um, oh no, it's to Gabe Davis. What the heck, um, <laughs> dude? Didn't he get like four touchdowns in that one playoff game? Or yeah, something? against the Chiefs, he went insane. Yeah, and then they lost. Fuck wild. I mean, it's like. Yeah, you get you lose Sanders and Beasley with just how much the Bills pass. Like I just I just love Gabe Davis. Uh, wait, Emmanuel Sanders isn't on the team anymore. All uh, right, I guess he. I think he might be. It's just like it's so. He's old. Yeah. I thought Sanders was a free agent. Yeah, I think he. I think I think he is. But like when I was doing like the Fanduel best ball, like he's still considered on the Bills because okay. he didn't sign with another gotcha. team. Gotcha. Like, yeah, that's why. Because fantasy, I've seen one. Yeah. All right, so we're back to me. Hmm. Man. Just, I don't know. I was really hoping Bateman would fall here. Anyhow. Uh, now we're getting into, like, our bench last few spots. Hmm. And you go running back. I talked about him earlier, uh, Tyler Lockett. Like every year he goes so late. It's like every year he's a top 20 receiver. Like, I don't know what he needs to do to finally get respect. He finished 15 last year. What? He finished 15 last year. Yeah. And like now he's going so late. Like I, I just don't understand the disrespect. Oh, it's Drew Locke. That's why. But like even so, like every year he's going like mid 20s and every year he finishes like in the teens. He got eight two years ago, which is insane. It's like, I think he's also someone that would be perfect for like a Geno Smith. Like you can throw him short, he can run after the catch, he can just do it all. Like, he's not like a. I don't think he needs a great quarterback to push it downfield for him to be productive. Yeah. yeah. Dale Patterson fall on this late is a little surprising to me. Cause, I mean, he's a little old, but like the what he did last year was crazy. Yeah, I just I don't see it being sustainable. Like, he's thirty-one. Like he doesn't have the wear and tears a lot of other running backs. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Are we talking about picks now? Uh, let's just finish the draft and talk about our teams. Because me, do you still want to do the me and you talking after this? Or I don't know. This this is going on a lot longer than I thought it was. We, we can record that <laughs> another time if you want. Uh, but yeah. Right. So here we got. I mean, I think I have to go Penny. Like he was like the top running back the last six weeks of the season. Like yeah, they drafted. Ken Walker, but I still 
think Penny's going to have a pretty big role. The O-line's going to be improved. Why not? All right. I'm going to continue the rookie train, and I'm going to take Cook. Yeah, I, I'm i pretty high on him. I famously traded up to 10 in the uh, Dynasty League to get Cook just for Gavin to take him third overall. Didn't you, didn't you get – did you draft Pierce at 10? No. You, so I, I traded down. Mason gave me my first-rounder back for next year, which is going to be a much deeper class for 10. And I got Damian Pierce at 16. Nice. Who I think, like, he's competing with Rex Burkhead and Marlon Mack for touches. So <laughs> I think he – I mean, Max even, if the offense, even if the offense is bad, like, he's, like, my sixth running back in that league. So, like, I'm, it's all good. All right, Nico, it's your pick. All right. Uh, I'm still tight. No, I have got I got Zach Ertz. Um, I mean, one pick that's kind of intriguing is Christian Watson. Yeah, with Rodgers. With Rodgers, but I feel like my team is really, really in dire need of a running back right now. But you only have two. Um, yeah. I only have two running backs. And because of that, I think could go safe with Gordon. I think that's what I'm gonna go with Melvin Gordon, considering they brought him back for a reason. Um but that leaves me back up to pick again. Dude, <sighs> this late is insane. What's up? Stafford and Rogers this late and Brady this late for fantasy value. Like I, I looked I looked earlier. Last year was Brady's best fantasy season in his career. They yeah, just throw it so much. Yeah, it's insane. I think here I'm gonna go with Chris Kirk. Mm-hmm. He's in a new place, just got the bag, wide receiver one, Marvin Marvin uh uh Jones. Marvin Jones is getting older. Um, there's no one. Uh, hmm. Alan Lazard, though. Yeah, he's, I mean, I, I like Lazard a lot more than Watson. I think. What about what about Sammy Watkins? Is he's also there? I, I, I mean, like, how how many years can we just rely on Watkins? Like what he did five years ago. Like at some point, we gotta be like, all right, Watkins just isn't that good. That draft yeah. was so deep at wide receiver. It was like Sammy Watkins, Odell, and all those guys. Mike Evans. I could y'all, also. As Giant fans, y'all might think I'm crazy, but, like, give me Kadarius Tony here. That's what I was just about to say. I was seeing Like, that, was like gonna... they're going to be throwing it so much more than they did last year. I know – I mean, I've talked to Dom. He's still low on Tony. I think – didn't you say you would rather have Wondell Robinson this year? Awesome, man. Like, we just spent a high second – I mean, I know we took a first – but like, there's a reason we took Robinson. We don't have as much faith in Tony. But also, yeah, I mean, we're also pushing Darius Slayton out the door. Really? Yeah. Like I think at some point it's yeah. gonna be like when Tony played last year, like he was pretty good on the field. Do we still have Shepard? Yeah. yeah, we do. Dude, our wide receiver. We have so many wide receivers because we still have Galladay too. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the, the Giants have the highest, most expensive wide receiver room in the NFL. I feel like Slayton's. Getting cut, or I think he'll be a uh, yeah liability. It's like how many receivers are they gonna? Uh, I'm between Lazard and Claypool right now. Um, 
I mean, I don't. I'm gonna go Claypool because I think yeah. I think with Juju gone, I think I mean that offense is gonna pass. I think Kenny Pickett's gonna pass a lot. I don't know if he's gonna be good, but I think he's. I mean, it's like I I you, I think it's just hard to be worse than Ben. So you. Yeah, I mean Ben had no power in his arm after that elbow injury. Yeah, I I like Claypool. I was gonna say the TikTok king, but Ju- that, I mean, that, I mean, he does TikTok too. But Juju's definitely. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Like with the limited bench, I don't really want to take a second quarterback, but at the same time, like Trey Lance. Oh yeah. Like, if, I, this, if this was like a real draft, I don't think I would take a second quarterback already having Herbert. Same with Andrews. Like just for a mock draft, like in a normal league, I'm definitely taking Lance here. I think. At the end of the draft, I'm going to read off all three of our teams, and then I'm going to put in the comments on Spotify, then the people can vote for who they think drafted the best team. All right. Sure. All right. Um, or I guess we can read off our own teams because I don't know. if I None of the running backs are really calling me. I'm, like, pretty set on receiver. I have five. So yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go trade Lance. Is it my turn? Nah, I go again. We'll just go with that. Oh. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go running back. Yeah, we talked about him earlier, Michael Carter. I think he's still going to have some role. Like they invested so high in Brees Hall. I don't know what that role is going to be, but he can still catch really well. So I think PPR is worth taking a flyer. All right, so my last pick, let me look at my roster. So I have one, two, three, four running backs, and I have one, two, three, four, five wide receivers. So let me look at the tight ends because I'm not actually – I'm going to take – Tom Brady said he really wanted Russell Gage, so I'm going to take – that bet Godwin's coming off the um torn ace or torn knee pretty much. <laughs> Didn't he tear his like ACL, MCL, and PCL or something? Uh, I think Godwin might have been a clean ACL. Who is the one that tears knee in like a bunch of places? I know Logan Thomas did. Gotcha. Um, um well anyway, and also Antonio Brown's gone too, so that's two mouths that are not gonna be there. So I think Russell Gage is gonna be a good. Yeah, player. I, I like Gage. I think. For me, it's like the late round, it's like, yeah, you have them early in the season, but like by the time bye weeks come around and playoffs come around, it's like how relevant Gage going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's just death. I mean, he's my wide receiver six. Yeah, I mean, like it's like it's not going to hurt you. I think, and it definitely has the potential to be something. Like if this was like a best ball league, I think that would be a good late round. Oh no, yeah, Gage in best ball is definitely I think more valuable than he is in a redraft. Nico, do you know what best ball is? Yeah, you explained it to me. All right. Yeah, me and Brett did uh, a dollar one like last week. Yeah, we did a dollar one, and then we did a free one. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get on the underdog soon. I'm gonna. I'm probably. I'm not gonna do the fifty dollar one or the or the twenty five dollar one. I'll do the five dollar one though, if you want. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they have the super flex one up now, and I think they'll just have a regular one later in the summer too. All right. 
So that concludes the mock draft. I'm now going to read off each of the, not every team, just the three teams that we drafted. And then I'm going to put in the comments for the show um, on Spotify. If you guys want to vote who you think drafted the best, that'd be awesome. So I'll read my team first. So court, I'm not going to read the, I'm just going to read the starting lineup. I think that's best. Um, so quarterback, Lamar Jackson, running back, Leonard Fournette, running back, Reese Hall, wide receiver, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. Tight end, Dallas Goddard, flex, Miles Sanders. So that's my starting lineup. And then Nico's team is quarterback, Josh Allen, running back, Saquon Barkley, running back, Travis Etienne, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, Keenan Allen, tight end, Zach Ertz, wide receiver, Marquise Brown at the flex. Arguably, I would put Mike Williams at your flex over Brown. Um, but yeah, I know you didn't choose that, but that was that's how it was drafted. Um and then Brett's team is Justin Herbert at quarterback. Running backs, you had Josh Jacobs and Devin Singletary. Wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams. Tight end, Mark Andrews. And then at the flex is Jalen Waddle. After reading those three teams, let me look at them again. I'm not a big fan of my team, honestly. I I think Brett has the best team out of the three of us, honestly. And like, honestly, like – and like I know you said my second running back was Singletary. Like I think there's also a good chance that Penny ends up doing better than Singletary this year, too. Yeah. Yeah, I really like your besides your RB2, I like I you have no weak spots in your starting lineup, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think honestly for PPR having Singletary, Penny, Carter as like possible RB2s, like it just actually actually like Nico's team. My I don't like my team. I in an actual draft, I would not go this rookie heavy, and I went rookie heavy. I, I took Drake London, I took Cook, and I took um, Brees Hall. But yeah, I like I your like team. team a lot. Yeah, I like your teams better than mine. Yeah, I think Nico's running backs are very like iffy. Like I, I guess I sh- can't really even say that. Like mine probably are too. But I mean, my, I mean, wait, who was my RB one? Nah, Fournette. I think Fournette and Hall. Like I think you, you can kind of trust. Hall maybe, but it's just going to depend on the Carter situation, but, um, yeah, but, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, next we're going to be moving on to the life discussion part of our show. So stay tuned for that. Welcome back to this section of the social enigma sports, faith and life. Uh, now we're going to be doing the life section of the show. Um, like I said, I have my friend Brett here. Uh, we just finished that long sports uh, mock draft, and uh, now we're going to be continuing by doing the live section of the show. So, uh, Brett, if you want to reintroduce yourself. Yep, I'm back again. <laughs> so, uh, basically, just like, what's going on with your life? What are you doing this summer? Yeah, you know, I've just been door dashing, living the life, watching a lot of best ball videos, trying to get ready for the summer, you know, got to stay ready. Yeah, we did a best ball draft, what, last week? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't defend, like, $1 drafts. I'm just, yeah, like, take care or leave it. I don't even remember. Like, I honestly don't even remember who my first round pick was. I, I don't remember the draft at all. I, I honestly couldn't tell you either. I'm pretty sure I got it. I'm pretty sure I got it. Actually, no. I think I went two running backs for that one. Actually, can, can we look, actually? Yeah, it's on your, like, upcoming yeah, for some reason, one of my free – I accidentally signed up for a free best ball league on FanDuel, and I get automatically drafted a team for me. So um, you have three, probably. Yeah, 
Oh, I took CD. No, I took Dalvin Cook in the first round, and That's then like I took CD Lamb with your first picks, kind of. Huh? No, I took CD Lamb in the second round, and I wrestled. My team's actually pretty good. I have. It's gonna depend on Amari Cooper, which might be. With, uh, yeah, I know. I like my. I know my second round pick was like Kamara. I have no idea who I got in the first round though. Kamara's gonna be good when he comes back, but he's gonna be out for six weeks. But um, I mean, anyway. and I mean that's what. Mike Florio is reporting. I don't trust him at all. So I like how like you and the life talk we're still talking about sports. <laughs> did you see Kamara's response to the pro football talk? No, what did he say? He was, yeah, so he was like, Kamara's gearing up for six game suspension, and Kamara responded, Do you also know what day Christ is coming back? Wait, when what? What day Christ is coming back? Oh, that's it feels like Florio knows everything apparently. <laughs> that's awesome. I like I I mean I like I I mean I, I don't know what he did. Like, do you know why he got arrested? Yeah, so it was Pro Bowl week. He was I, I think it was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And video came out. Some dude was like pushing him around, like just like before they got on the elevator and Kamara just punched the guy. Oh. So it's not it's not on like the level of like domestic violence, like what Ray Rice did, but it's like like he knocked a guy out, but it was like also like self defense. Yeah, I was gonna say in the self defense, like if the guy's pushing him, I don't know if if that's like the full extent of the story. I I'm I mean I'm I don't know. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't, like no like no one's actually calling for him to be out of the league. Like you would see a lot of times. It's just like yeah. I mean, also like you're an NFL player, you probably shouldn't just be knocking people out. Yeah, true. Um, but anyway. You said you're door dashing this summer, watching a lot of best ball videos, grinding a lot of Fortnite with the boys. Yeah, playing a lot. I'm having a very productive summer. Yeah, playing a lot of iMessage basketball, which I finally beat you on. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I've just been off today. Like, I think because you got better, I was like, I got to start going faster, and it just messed everything up. And now, like, I'm getting a lower score because of it. Nah, dude, I'm taking it seriously. I'm, like, putting my phone on, like, a flat surface and, like, like getting in position. I'm like, yeah, um, like I can tell like by the amount of like friction I have in my finger if it's gonna be a good round or not. Like, you gotta have like the perfect amount of sweat going. Yeah, but um so for my listeners, little update on my life. I know last time I said my love life was picking up, but that kind of like dwindled, so no updates there anymore. Um, but in other news, I just got hired to become a teaching assistant at my school for next semester for like a biology laboratory. And I'm really excited about that because one, I mean, I'm a biology major. So like science is kind of like in my life on the daily. And I've always loved teaching. Like in high school, I was a tutor for um, this math tutoring program. I, I don't know. Did you do that, Brett? The one yeah. I said set up. Um, you also just tutored like everyone. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's that's a funny story for another day. <laughs> but um, nah, he's right. I did help people. I mean, I was, I mean, I don't think I was the best at math in our grade, but I was the best calc student for the way Mr. Hofstad taught. I think. I mean, that's why I got the. Cal- I mean, you also just grinded harder than everyone else. Yeah. Um, I don't even. I don't even remember how to do an integral. <laughs> um, no, but I. Actually, isn't it a, so like, it's the opposite, it's like the opposite. So like to do a derivative. I could do like the most basic integral. I definitely couldn't do anything. 
So like two, like the derivative, like two X squared would become, or sorry, the derivative of X is two X squared, right? Wait, wouldn't it be X squared? No, don't you put the, don't you put the exponent in front of the number or in front of the, but that would be for the derivative. The integral would be opposite. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. No, oh no, it'd be X squared over three because it's, it's uh, or x cubed over three. I think it's some something plus. Here, let me go. Yeah, so, so if you're taking the integral of two x, it would be x squared. And ladies and gentlemen, this is your calc one and two award winner in high school. <laughs> this, is, this is embarrassing. I mean, bro, remember after my accident, um, Bryce or did he tell you that he was asking me unit circle questions and I was getting them wrong and I was getting upset about them in the hospital? Like while you were like in the hospital? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he. That's funny though. Um, okay, so let's do it. so x. So I think the derivative of x is two x squared, right? No, no. Wait, just the derivative of or the oh, derivative. Okay. No, the derivative of x squared would be two x. The derivative of x is I don't know because that's not a normal. Oh, so you take the very or you take the exponent, put it in front, and then it's n minus one. Okay, that makes sense. And then well, okay. you like multiply it. I'm pretty sure. Like if it was two x. Oh, and then two, the very, then it would be the, like four x. Yeah. And then the integral of x squared would be x cubed over three, right? The integral of what? Yeah. Okay, I was right. So the integral of x squared is x cubed over three plus c technically, but. Yeah. Well, x cubed over three is just x. X cubed over three. Are you are you mean divide x divided by three to the third? No, it's x. Here I'll show you. It's x. It's it's x cubed divided by three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're saying over three. I thought you meant the exponent was over a three. Oh no 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 no. So like this is. Yeah. Yeah. The inter uh, Okay. The integral of x squared. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying the integral of 2x. No, no. The integral of, let me think. The integral of 2x would be 2x squared over 3. No, 2x squared over 2, which the 2s would which cancel is, out. So it's which is just x squared. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Anyway. <laughs> Riveting um, podcast. No, I mean, I know we're doing the podcast. I mean, I haven't done calculate what senior in high school. So like what, four years ago or three years ago. Yeah. Like if you don't do it consistently, you like forget it. Um, I mean, I haven't taken a math class since freshman year of college. And that was like integrated math, biological math, which was like mm. really easy and not anything like calculus. Um, but anyway, what I was saying is that I got this TA job, so it's good because I love teaching and I'm going to enjoy helping students learn biology, but also I'm getting paid for it and I'm desperately in need of saving money for study abroad. I'm trying to go to, I think I've talked to you about it a little bit. I'm trying to go to either Australia or Italy. Those are my main uh, choices right now. I got to search or look more into UMD's programs to see which one would be both financially feasible and and uh, like be enjoyable with both the class and like the um, environment that I'd be going to. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, this was just going to be a short, short section of the show where me and Brett were just catching up. I mean, me and him talk like pretty frequently. So it's like not, we don't really need to catch up that much, but uh, it's always good talking to him, having on the show and uh, talking sports. 
Um, but yeah, any last remarks, Brett, before we sign off for the show? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you for coming. And I want to thank Nico. He was on the show earlier when we did the sports um, mock draft and sports discussion. So yeah, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.